So love, love, love for the pets. But when love goes wrong, Stan. And you know what, Stan? Love can go wrong. A lot of people think of uh, the common scenario being people meet, they're 25, you know, they fall in love, they get married, they have a couple of kids, they've been together seven-year itch, maybe early to mid-30s. But there's a lot of people that even get to, you know, after been married 30 years or 40 years and they're seniors and now they're empty nesters. Yeah. And, you know, suddenly they're not happy anymore. They get a 50-year itch. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> That's a nasty itch when it's been brewing for 50 years. Oh, when you scratch it, it really hurts, too. Yeah. Um, the comment I would make about senior divorce is that it often displays a lot of pent-up hostility. Yeah. Uh, characterized usually by people fighting over every last nickel and every last personal effect, shall we say. Pictures what do you, what do you pictures, mean? Well, pictures of the children, for example. Pictures of the children, uh, items that perhaps have been purchased on a vacation trip years ago that have some sort some of little Some little plastic elephant that they bought at a, at a gift uh, shop and suddenly uh, it's monumentally important. Well, if we're talking about high-income people, it's more like the $25,000 Chinese oh. vase. You know? Oh, yeah. But uh, Things it, of sentimental value become even more sentimental. yes. yes. Yeah, and uh, they're very sad, and they tend to go on for a long time because there is so much fighting about things, and it's generally things. I mean, these people, by the time they're, I've had them in their eighties. Wow! And uh, there's usually health issues involved. Yeah, with one of the parties, uh, a lot of the time, uh, the wife has been the caretaker unwillingly of the husband who's been ill for quite some time. So and women should lot... marry younger men? Is that what you're saying, Stan? <laughs> <laughs> is well, that I, the message here from Stan? I'm, I'm a firm advocate of that because I married an older woman, so I hope perhaps we are... are Joy past... is not older than you. She is. Shut up. No, no, no. Oh, no. my gosh. No, she doesn't look it. No. no. Wow. No, but I'm I'm hoping that our paths you lucky it, man our paths intersect when we when we go to the big house in the sky. Uh, they you know? well instead of one of us outliving the other by exactly. a long, long time. So there's something to be said for girls marrying uh, younger guys. Oh heck yeah! Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. So is is the approach for you? Because you I know you're very customized and you really take a look at what some of these situation is and you say, I, my goal is to have the most positive outcome for you. So how is it different your approach to seniors? Or is well, it it's, it's or not, is it not about being a senior? It's just about each individual. It, it, it's not that different because of the age. What's what's different is the it usually is a little bit harder to get the message across. The the message being that do you want to go through two years of rancor and argument and a comparable amount of your money to get where you know we're going to go anyway? The stuff's going to get divided. And, and all it is is stuff. At that and when point you're 40, two years may not sound like a big deal, but when you're 85, yeah. it's, a different, it's a different mindset. It's like, do you really want to waste what precious years you have left haggling over stuff? Yeah, I, I get to the point where I say to some of these people, for heaven's sake, get out of here for two or three weeks and go on a cruise, will you? Yeah. You know, and, and, and come back a little more cooperative and a little, you know, with your sense of humor tuned up perhaps a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> why, why is that important? 
because it's so hard. Yeah. It's just plain hard. Uh, a divorce at any age is definitely a train wreck. Yeah. And uh, it's a passenger train wreck. Yeah. You know, it's not boxcars and oil tankers. It's people yeah. people butting heads and uh, acknowledging the fact that their lives have come apart. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. And so you might as well have a sense of humor and try to keep as positive as possible. Well, you, you have to because you don't get the issues resolved. You know, if someone's going to be, if someone's going to be as stubborn as they have been to force the end of their marriage, particularly when it's been going on for 40 or 50 years, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's going to be very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. You, when you're dealing, too, with people with lots of stuff, yeah, and they want to argue about it. And this, at this point, there's also estates because you've, and now you've got grown children, maybe grandchildren, and you know. So even though you're a senior, it's not as though there's no longer children involved. It may not be a custody dispute, but there's still property stuff and things to figure out with kids, right? Andrea, that is a very astute comment because in these elder divorces, you generally find the kids taking sides, and the more avaricious the kids are the worse it gets because Mm -hmm. the more avaricious children generally side with the parent that they think is going to be more generous to them in his or her will. How sad, but how realistic. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, seen it frequently. Yeah, and how do you deal with that? Uh, You do do your best. Yeah. Uh, It's very difficult. If, If you've got a good attorney on the other side, it certainly helps. I mean, someone who is going to be on the phone with you, at least, commiserate about how both of you as lawyers for these people are going through a, a somewhat uh, less miserable but still somewhat miserable time dealing with them. See, that's interesting because I did not know that the attorneys representing each party ever really had sideline conversations without their clients and actually discussed things. Oh, my goodness. Um, Let's see, that's probably comparable to your belief that oral argument in the Supreme Court really changes the judge's mind. (laughs) (laughs) Does anybody really believe that, right? (laughs) Yeah, you know. Is there a Santa Claus? Let me think. Uh, Yeah. Attorneys talk to each other on a private basis uh, about most things across the board, including divorces, particularly if they're friendly socially. Yeah. And the divorce bar is not that many people, so most of us know each other. Mm-hmm. And over the course of time, some of you get to be friendly, you know, some don't. Some mm-hmm. people who practice in this field uh, never let down their hair, mm-hmm. but others do, mm-hmm. and it helps. So you can be competitors in the courtroom and friends outside. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because that's hard to imagine. Of course, that's, you know, for those of us who maybe have watched too many L.A. Law episodes back in the day. Oh, I mean, I I know so many attorneys who are, you know, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde or Mrs. Jekyll and Mrs. Hyde. Outside the courtroom, great person to have a beer with, you know. Inside the courtroom, it's performance, right? It's it's theater. Inside the courtroom, no holds barred, you know. Right. Fight to the death. See, that would be me. That would be Andrea Kay. 
But I'd have a hard time turning it off because I'm the kind of person when I get in that mode, it's like, you know, it's hard for me to turn it off. It's, you know, to switch the gears, you know, when I leave. But how do you, um, you obviously have those times then when you're dealing with counsel on the other side that just won't budge and just is so adversarial. You can't, you can't get him. You can't go to him and say, sell this to your client. They're going to, they don't want to hear anything you have to say, right? That is true. There are several people I could name in North County here that uh, (laughs) I I don't like it when they show up on the other side of the case because that's what it's going to be like. Yeah. But obviously having, you know, been doing this for 35 years, you know who they are and you've been there enough times to where you know exactly how to handle them. Well, yeah. I mean, mostly pay no attention to them. <laughs> that's that's you so see you just roll over them like a steamroller well i mean nothing nothing irritates another attorney as much as just not paying any attention to it you know they yell and scream and you just sit back and keep your mouth shut and keep a poker face and then you do your thing when the time comes and that works well, I want to make sure in the time we have left that we revisit something that people still comment to me about on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I even had somebody e- email me through Facebook a couple of weeks ago that she had heard you on the show and she wanted your information. And it was the steps to take before you even come through Stan's door necessarily, you know, possibly. Yes. Um, certainly before you file divorce. There's mm-hmm. a few things, f- documentation that's important for them to have, whether you're a senior, no matter what your situation is. Can you run through those real quick for us? Set of tax returns. Uh, copies of perhaps all the credit card statements for the last two or three years. Uh, copies also of any investment account statements. Mm -hmm. You want to keep track of the credit cards. You want to make sure that you cut them off when you separate so Mm -hmm. you can't be indebted anymore. Yeah, they can't run up any debt. Your soon to be ex spouse is gone and purchased. Yeah. Uh, those kinds of items. Yeah, and you can find this on Stan's website, and this is absolutely critical. And there's some friends of mine on Facebook that had gone through divorce that they wish that somebody had been given this information. 